My name's Will DeFreeze, and this is a Sunday Scaries podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. Today, we've got a special guest with us, one of our most requested guests of all time. Some know her as Sal Gal. Some consider themselves Sal Gals themselves, but she is just my wife to me, Sally DeFreeze. Hi, Will. You're not just my wife to me, but you get it. Just the wife, the mother of your child. Sally, we had a much different rundown planned today than uh, what I'm about to bring up. But uh, there's a tweet that has hit the timeline, and I think we need to confront it pretty much immediately. Okay. Um, being that you are an, a mother, a, a relatively new mother, I think a year in constitutes still being new. It has come out that Goop has released uh, a 12 diaper set for $120 called the diaper. Have you heard of this? No. It says, meet the diaper, our new disposable diaper lined with virgin alpaca wool and fastened with amber gemstones known for their ancient emotional cleansing properties infused with a scent of jasmine and bergamot for a revitalized baby. Dropping tomorrow at 11, 11 a.m. Eastern at $120 for a pack of 12. So $10 a diaper. There's no way that this can actually be real, right? Well, um, it's not April 1st, so I don't think they're doing this as an April Fool's joke. That's concerning. Uh, I wouldn't put it past them. This feels very on brand for Goop. Uh, if there's one thing I've learned is spending money on clean diapers is like clean diapers is stupid. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that was like the first thing I learned. It's like they don't hold up as well. I understand that baby skin is so sensitive and that like, you know, we absorb everything through our skin. So if you're have toxins like next to your crotch, it's probably like the, not the most like healthy thing. But at the same time, like I grew up wearing pampers and huggies. Like I think that I'm pretty well adjusted. I mean, Oh, that's fine. I mean, there's probably a lot of people that are listening to this today because this is dropping on a Sunday who might be hung over right now. So I'm not sure if we should continue too much down the, the diaper road at this point. Right. Do you want to pivot to skincare real quick? Yeah. I mean, at, at that price point, I may put a diaper on my face and see if it does anything. Okay. I'm okay. just saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sally, when I, when I always have you on, I like to get some questions from people because I know that you have uh, a following out there who is very adamant about getting your takes on these things. Okay. The number one thing that people had asked about, and I know that this is because you've put a lot of effort into this, especially over the last few months, is your skincare routine. Why are you smiling? Because I just feel like, I feel like every influencer is like, here's my skincare routine because so many of you have asked. But I mean, I guess you are saying people have actually asked. Yeah, I, people have actually asked. It's, it's flattering. I mean... But it's also the kind of thing where, you know, the more you talk about your skincare routine, the more people are going to think like, oh, I need to know about their skincare routine, whether or not your skin looks, you know, noticeably better or not. I think it can be uh, really overwhelming to have a skincare routine. And most people don't. Up until probably 2020, I did not. I had like a skincare routine that consisted of like sometimes washing my face and then like most of the time just letting the soap from the shower like wash it off and then putting moisturizer on. Um, it doesn't have to be – mine is very dialed in now because the older I get, the more that I feel like it's important and I do see a difference in my skin. But I think when you're younger, you don't realize like 
it doesn't seem important. Well, I'm I'm at the at the you know tender age of 35 when you know most people start thinking about getting a skincare routine because I've never had one up until you've never had don't. one. And if there's any advice I can give to the men listener, the male listeners, is to develop one, even if it's really elementary, like washing your face, putting on some sort of uh, serum, and then moisturizing because that is going to be what helps you in the long run with aging is any sort of retinoid, retinol, and moisture. What's a retinoid or retinol? A retinoid or a retinol is a um, commonly known as retin-A, is essentially just high levels of vitamin A, Okay. promotes cell turnover. Um, if any of you, like myself, have taken Accutane, Accutane is just very crazy high levels of vitamin A, um, can be toxic. So if you are pregnant or breastfeeding, uh, most people suggest, well, you absolutely can't be on Accutane, but suggest that you don't use a retinol or a retinoid because it can um, cause problems with fetal development and things like that. Um, but it basically is promoting cell turnover so that you're just creating new layers of skin. Are you subscribing to Glaze Donut Summer? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I what mean, are you doing in order to get to the peak glazed donut skin look? Do you want my full skincare routine? I mean, just can you, you can, yeah, if you want to go, I don't care if you go through just the products that you're using or if you go through just from start to finish what you're doing. Okay. So this all comes with the caveat of I am a new mom. I do get up at 630 every day to go to work or really six. So a lot of times in the morning, my routine looks a lot different than at night when I have like the time. Um, so my morning routine on a good day is um, I don't wash my face when I get out of bed. I know that you and I differ on this because I personally think I'm clean getting into bed. I don't need to like re-clean myself getting out of bed. Um, so my morning routine is brushing my teeth. And then I, if I think about it, I put on SkinCeutical CE Ferulic Acid, which is a vitamin C serum. Um, smells kind of like hot dog water, which like. Wow. Everyone's people, running to go get this product. Some people really hate, but like actually I'm like used to now. Um, I, I, I want to interject very briefly because the way that you just said that I, I definitely do not wash my face in the morning. I might take a shower and I might let the, uh. The shower head just like hit me in the face. Uh -huh. But the only thing I will do in the morning, and this is really only during the summer months, is I will put Waleda on my face. And it's yeah. for no other reason than it, it kind of just makes me look glossy. Well, yeah, I'll get to Waleda. Um, I, so so put, what's your nighttime routine? Well, so finishing my morning, because oh, I okay. think this is important. I work nev never outside. I'm inside with no windows at all times. So the only time I'm really exposed to the sun is like my drive home. I've been really bad about putting SPF on during the day, but I know there's an SPF question, so we'll get to that. Then the last thing I do is put on moisturizer, like a lighter day moisturizer, sometimes tinted. My night routine is a little bit more intense and again, varies kind of day to day, especially given how much time I have. Um, a couple things you want to keep in mind. Always when you create a skin routine, a lot of this I have gotten from Reddit and from other influencers and celebrities and things like that is you start by washing your face, toner, and then all your products should go from um, the weight. So you put your lightest products on first and then your heaviest products on last. Um, and you always need to allow time for those to absorb. So if you're trying to like slap everything on in succession, like that's not going to work. A lot of people will like use a handheld fan or even like a 
actual fan and just let everything soak in. So it should take probably at least 10 minutes to fully do a routine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I wash my face in the shower. Um, usually use some sort of makeup remover. I like the like Elemis, um, rose cleansing balm, but sometimes like you really need to like get that in, get everything off. Um, then after I get out of the shower, have a clean face, I use the Elemis, um, hold on. I wrote this all down. So I would remember (laughs) dynamic resurfacing, resurfacing facial peel pads. Okay. So those are like what you would do a toner. And I honestly like kind of scrub my face with them because they like, they're still just grime from not washing my face. General life. Mm -hmm. Um, I've also used like a glycolic acid, something like that. I don't use that every day. Um, the Elmas ones are sensitive enough that I can use them every day and not feel like my skin's just like flaking off my face. The next thing I do, I used to be really good about this and I've kind of fallen off the wagon. I'm going to add it back in is the SK2 facial patera or patera facial essence. So it's basically looks like a toner and you would think that you would just like slap it on with a cotton ball. You're not supposed to do that. You literally put it in your hands, you slap your hands together and you just like slap it onto your body. Okay. Um, another something that you could do a little bit cheaper and I was just telling Brett about is the Thayer's Witch Hazel Toner. Um, so toner for your face, get your face basically like primed to put products on. Okay. Uh, the next thing I do is usually some serums. So most often than not, I'm using hyaluronic acid either from the ordinary or, um, I mean, you can go super expensive with these, but I really like the ordinary one. And the ordinary is a relatively reasonable company when it comes to price. Yes. Okay. Um, all their stuff is available on Sephora. It is available on Amazon. Another caveat is that I have learned not everything on Amazon is for real and you can get knockoff products. So it's better to go from like a Sephora or a Target or wherever that like can actually vet what you're getting. Or a local place. Right. Or a local place versus like something being sent to you that you could be a knockoff. Okay. And if if you're spending money on it, you definitely want to get it from like an authorized retailer because you don't want to be spending money on a fake product. You don't want to go buy like creme de la mer from some like sketchy from Amazon site that, that has, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, hyaluronic acid. Um, I use like a self tanning one actually sometimes that helps a little bit. Um, and then there's a couple other serums from the ordinary that What's I like. What's your favorite self tanner? This was a question that you got a lot and it, it was going to be in the rapid fire round at the end of the podcast, but I figured we can knock that out now. Do you have a favorite or do you just use whatever it is. So I do like Sandra Pay, but honestly the best one is Lovely Tan. Um I think it's an Australian company and I haven't used their stuff in a while but it like gets a really really good base. Okay. Use a mitt. Do not just use your bare hand. You will have a brown ass hand. Um okay. Do a couple serums, whatever. Um then I will usually put on vitamin C cream cuz my my vitamin C night stuff is not a serum like it is in the morning. It's at night. It's by Obagi. Um, it's a vitamin C cream. And then, then come my heavy cream. So I always, and I have probably noticed the biggest difference in my skin since using the Augustinus Bader rich cream. It is hella expensive. Uh, in my opinion, it's worth it. Always, always, always buy it on Sephora sale or like another, like when Nordstrom has a sale or whatever. Do not Buy it full price. <laughs> Buy it like when it's on sale. And you only need like not even a dime size to get your whole face and your neck. Then when I'm feeling extra dry, which I have incredibly dry skin, I slug. And I put 
a layer of aquaphor on top of all of that. And what does that do? It just basically holds everything locks in. in all the products. If you um, if you listen to retail therapy out there, uh, I I did slug before an episode with uh, Barrett, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. I guess it worked. I don't. I mean, I I assume that doing it once is not going to change your entire skin thing. But you know, I woke up and I thought that I looked a little bit better. Okay, I looked a little okay. I mean, I personally think that it. I have super dry skin. Like at baseline, like my forehead is just like always flaking off. So any sort of moisture that I can get. Um, and then at night I put something on my lips because again, my lips are always dry, whether it's the Laneige uh, sleeping mask or Aquaphor or something. Um, I know that you're not a fan of like when I have shit on my lips and I try to kiss you before bed. No, I mean, I, no offense, but like I don't really want, it, it doesn't, it could be you. It could be like, you know, someone's great aunt giving me a kiss on the cheek. Like, I really don't want any substance rubbing off, like, on any part of me. I don't want, I don't want any, like, makeup on my collar. I don't, who does? Right. It's not my, not my fault. All that being said about a skincare routine, it should be flexible. It doesn't have to be so regimented. It should be able to be somewhat quick. Um, and then you pick out the important parts to you. So, like, if that day I'm feeling so dry, like, and I'm so tired, I'm just going to cleanse my face, maybe do a peel pad and put the rich cream on. And then I'll change up the serums, whether I'm having acne or whether I want to be tan or whatever. If you could have any celebrity skin, whose skin are you taking? My real answer is Haley Bieber. But you told me that I wasn't allowed to say that because no. it was too on the nose. Uh, I think there's a couple other people. One person that sticks out to me all the time is Jessica Alba. She's got like perfect, perfect skin. Yeah. Also J-Lo. Like J-Lo's aging in reverse. I think there's a lot of other things that are happening here. Like... But she, she's like 50. She looks like she's 30. That's amazing. <laughs> I pulled the crowd. I pulled my sisters. And you know who my sister, one of my sisters who has amazing skin said? Tim McGraw in 1883. She said she couldn't st- take her eyes off of him. I, th- I don't. That holds no weight with me because you're on a television show where there's effects and makeup and everything. I'm not, I don't know if I trust Tim McGraw in whatever it is. I'm intrigued. I had no clue. So I was like, now I got to figure out what you're talking about. Before we get into some more questions, let's hear from today's sponsor, Early Bird CBD. Early Bird CBD gummies are a recreational hemp product that contain around two and a half milligrams of natural THC and around 12 and a half milligrams of CBD in each gummy. These are formulated for fun and to make you feel good. And at the end of the day, these are essentially just a micro dose gummy of THC to help you feel great without getting too lit. Sally, you've taken early bird numerous times at this point. Yes. I mean, it's something that, you know, even if you're not well versed in this world, it's something that will give you a little bit of a lift, will give you some relaxation, will make you feel, you know, a little bit of a change. You're a fan of them, correct? I mean, you handed them out at our son's first birthday party to all the adults. So yeah, I I think Sally might might enjoy them a little bit. They're one of the original sponsors on this podcast and I've been supporting them ever since and I'll be supporting them even if they didn't sponsor this podcast. You should run, not walk, to earlybirdcbd.com and use promo code SCARIES for 20% off everything on earlybirdcbd.com. These are a one, it's a one-use code, so make sure to use promo code SCARIES and load up your cart on earlybirdcbd.com. Okay, Sally, before we get into some other Sal Gals content, I do want to tie up some loose ends on the skincare front. Okay. Okay. Uh, when it comes to face masks, do you do any face masks? Do you have any pads that you would put under your eyes? Do you any, have anything like that that you would recommend outright? Maybe just a couple products. Yes. So huge, huge game changer in my skincare routine in the last couple months was following Kathleen Jennings Beauty. Um, she's 
a beauty blogger, a bunch of my friends used to follow her. I kind of never really got into the game. She's really big on masking. I suggest you follow her. But the biggest thing I can say is that like she has a freaking depuffing routine down to a science. So she really likes those pixie uh, depuffing eye masks from Target. But anything that's going to be cold. And then she uses these chin strap ones that help with depuffing your neck. Is that what you've been using lately? Yeah. Okay. Huge, huge difference. And then the Clarence depuffing uh, mask as well. That before I like go to a big event, I've started doing, and I'm like seeing a huge difference. And I remember telling you when we left Mexico, I was like, my face is so puffy. You just need. Well, yeah, like, you're on vacation. You're eating right. like you know Chips stuff by the pool. You're like, drinking all day. Like I mean, you can't leave vacation so feeling bad about your skin routine. Gonna be at a big event, and you like maybe had a little too margaritas, too many margaritas with salt the night before, depuffing putting your face in a bowl of ice water, things like that. And then I love a moisturizing mask. I'm not even like a dry mask person anymore. Like everything I put on my face is basically like just layers of moisture. I really love, I mean, this is like big because of social media, but the summer Fridays jet lag max just feels like ointment on your skin. And I did that on the plane and I felt like I actually walked off not feeling dry as a bone. Do you have any favorite medical grade skincare products? Yes. So some of the things that I use would be considered medical grade, um, SkinCeuticals, Augustinus Bader, Skin Better Alpha Ret, um, is not the retinol I use. I use uh, one by image, but I next retinol I get is probably going to be from that. Um, the best medical grade skincare is Botox. Okay. So any anybody who is telling you that they have amazing skin and they're not getting Botox is lying to you. If they're over the age of 22, I just, sorry. I, I, people get Botox. They should own up to it. I get it every now three months because my face starts moving and then I get really deep lines, but I didn't get it for a long time because I was pregnant and then I was breastfeeding. So I'm very pumped to be back in the Botox game. I think that it starts there and then you add the products on top of it. And if I was going to spend money on Botox versus skincare, I'd be spending money on Botox. Okay. There you go. Well, the reason that Sal Gals, and I say that in quotes, you know, is a, is a thing and why you have it on the back of your cell phone currently is really because of the bits that you would do when you were traveling. Right. What was the first one that you did? The first one I did was when you and I went to Toto Santos for a trip and I was wearing a matching sweatsuit. And decided to go full Sal Gals. But you just did travel blogging that day. Just travel blogging, just like random, like what I was using. I think at the time, I did say we would get back to Waleda. I was using Waleda. Yeah. Um, Waleda Skin Food is a great, great, great thick moisturizer for your hands, your face, your body. I love it on my hands and face. It's cheap. Uh, you can get it basically anywhere. Like I think that they have it at HEB. Um and I love, love putting it on a night or like even on my cuticles when they get really dry. Great, great plain moisturizer. One of your friends said very wisely, you can always use it as a highlighter. But just, I we actually, my sister told me about it. She was talking to a girl who, and she was like, how do you look so good? She's like, all I do is slather. We'll lay it on my face. Ever since then, that's all I've done. I mean, I did have somebody in a hot tub in Mexico tell me, I guess that my age was 40. So I guess my Waleda only process is not the best way of going about this. You also, I feel like your beard ages you a little bit. I mean, thank you, I guess, for saying no, that. But, I think but like, like, honestly, it didn't wiser. feel good. Okay. It didn't feel good when she said it. 
Well, maybe it's some time for some Botox. It kind of made me like just kind of want to get up from the pool and just leave. Okay. Yeah. Um. I so ever since then you've done the Bloody Mary bar on the plane. You've done your charcuterie board on the plane. Uh huh. You've done your golf wife bit. You weren't a fan of that one. No. Um. Out of all of the bits that you have done, which one is your favorite? And do you have any in the pipeline that you're thinking about doing in the future? I have like a special memory tied to each one of those. Like the charcuterie one was where I really went over the top. There was a couple times, like I said before that I had done Sal gals as a joke, but the charcuterie board really like took it to a next level because I had to plan so far ahead and I had to like prepare all this shit, bring it through security, like assemble it on the plane. Mm -hmm. Who knew that literally a month later we wouldn't be like leaving our houses. And at the time looking back and like, that's so gross. But I also was, ahead of the game on Lysoling everything around you. Um, and you should still do that. On do you still have all these highlights on your Instagram story? I took them down recently because I felt like I was like looking a little braggy and I didn't want to come off that way because I'm not an influencer. Braggy? You literally like spent hours planning a charcuterie board for a plane. I think you should just put it back I in your highlights. I may bring it back. Yeah, uh, please put it back in the highlights. The Bloody Mary one I have a really strong connection with because I did it on the way to our wedding. And I thought it was really funny. People were not a fan of the fact that I brought a deviled egg on a plane. It did not smell that bad. Uh, whatever. People, were, I got a lot of hate for that. You uh, also did bring a Chick-fil-A sandwich on a plane recently and it reeked. You know, it only reeks for the like two people sitting next to you. Okay. Let's say, okay, you have your, let's say you're packing your bag. Okay. We're not checking any baggage on this trip. You can put everything in your carry-on. What are your travel essentials right now? Um, for always some sort of lip stuff. So Aquaphor even because it's multi-use. Waleda. Um, <laughs> I just got a Kindle because I am like 17 years behind the trend, but I really was trying to read on this trip and we have an iPad but I knew that you would be using it. So I was like, screw it. I'm going to buy like a $50 Kindle. And I really enjoyed it. I was just saying to you earlier that I used to, headphones used to always be in my travel essentials. I don't even use headphones anymore because traveling with a kid has really changed that. Like I can't zone everything out. I still think that that's a good travel essential if you're traveling alone without a child. Um, yeah, but are you doing anything besides like headphones? That's that's kind of a, a weak suggestion, Sally. Like we're looking for like straight wellness stuff. Like, do you have like fa like a an eye mask that you bring so you can? I sleep? did bring an eye mask, but then I didn't use it. Okay. Um, one thing that I have done on longer flights, none of these. I did this when we went to London. I will do this again when we travel. Um, you know, cross Atlantic cross Atlantic or probably when we even go to LA for a longer period of time, but, um, traveling with compression socks, like putting compression socks on and then just slipping my feet into something. I'm not of the, I don't think that anybody should ever like have their gross bare feet out on the airplane, but I do think it's acceptable to change into like different socks help with your circulation pro move that I did this time that I actually learned from you was I wanted to wear shorts when we got off the plane because it was hot but I do not like my legs touching the airplane seat. You were able to just like put your joggers over your shorts. I could not do the same, but I wore jeans on the plane and packed my shorts in my carry-on and then just switched them out. 
when yeah, I, I wore there. I wore a pair of sh- uh, athletic shorts underneath my uh, joggers and then just peeled the joggers off the second we landed. It was a great move. Yeah. I'm probably going to do that every single time we go to a hot climate. Yeah. I love it. Pro move. Because like the worst thing is getting off at like your tropical destination. You're like sweating through jeans. Um, and then I always pack a hat. Um, I know that you don't like when I have to travel with hats. I have to like carry it everywhere, but I think it's really important to protect yourself from the sun. And then absolutely, I am like 100% will wear sunglasses inside. I love sunglasses. I have multiple pairs. Always have like one or two on you because nothing is worse than getting somewhere and realizing you don't have a pair of sunglasses with you. Final question on the travel front. If you had to plan a Sal Gals retreat right now, it doesn't have to be like your ideal place to go to, but you're doing a Sal Gals retreat right now. What's the hottest destination you're going to right now to uh, have a nice relaxing spa weekend with the girls? Spa weekend? No, uh, anything. Like just relaxation, refresh, do whatever. Or you can go out and ball. Do, do whatever you want. I mean, I have a couple on my list. Just one. We're not doing a couple. Okay. Uh, my ideal Sal Gals location is Amangiri in Utah. Why? Because it's just like vibes okay. <laughs> and, and it's beautiful to look at and it's pretty bougie. And I mean, I don't know. That's what I want. All right. Well, I've got some rapid fire questions for you. But before we dive into those, let's hear from our friends over at Theragun. Don't let, let the stress of daily life weigh on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete or someone just like me trying to make it through the day tension free, I promise you that Theragun can help. Theragun is a handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. And it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. It doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of pain by releasing tension using their signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. So whether you want to treat muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just stresses of daily life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. I actually brought mine into the office yesterday. I embarrassingly sneezed in my sleep the other night while my leg was wrapped around a body pillow and I pulled a muscle in my side. When I brought my Theragun into the office yesterday, I used it about five times throughout the day and I woke up today and all the pain was gone and I feel completely back to normal. I do this. I mean, I use it for pretty much any tension that I have and I will stand behind Theragun any time. It's trusted by over 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, and hundreds of thousands of customers. And most of all, me. That's what's important. I would consider myself an elite. Try Theragun for 30 days, starting at only $199. Go to therabody.com slash scaries right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's therabody.com slash scaries. Therabody.com slash scaries. Are you ready for the rapid fire question, Sally? Yes. Okay. The first one. Where was your skirt from in Mexico? Farm Rio. That was the most sentient question regarding uh, something that was not skincare related. I know that this is a rapid fire, but can I just have a quick caveat to this really yeah, fast? Sure. Uh, I ha- like. I have a. I teeter between like wanting to be wearing totally neutral, which is like your baseline is like wearing all black, gray oatmeal, and then I go the total opposite and I'll get in a mood where like, I only want bright colors these past couple weeks of spring being in Mexico, having a tropical themed birthday for my son. I wanted really fun, colorful outfits. Farm Rio is that person. Just FYI. Sounds, sounds fine to me. Yeah. Favorite easy, healthy dinner for busy evenings. Um, we have a couple, I think you've talked about this before. Um, what is the, uh, 
I can't even think of the name of it now. The um, fish dish that we make. Fish Florentine? Fish Florentine. Define dish? Yes. Define dish, fish. Wow, that is a tongue twister. Define dish, fish Florentine. You never make it anymore. I know. We haven't made it in a while. Uh, but our, our go-to lately, we do this at least once a week, is big-ass salad, like usually arugula, spinach, spring mix with um, cucumbers, tomatoes, which by the way, always salt and pepper your cucumbers and tomatoes before adding them to the salad. Adds so much flavor. You don't want just like bland ass cucumbers in your salad. Uh, sweet bell peppers, um, fresh dill, and then salmon that I make in the air fryer. Air fry, don't underrate the air fryer salmon. That's a Devin Brugman steal. She's definitely, I got that from her, but basically what you do, you get a couple salmon fillets, you do the air fryer for like 10 minutes on 400, but I um, spray them with a little bit of olive oil or coconut oil right before, put salt, pepper, garlic powder, paprika, maybe sometimes some onion powder, and then you air fryer for like eight of the 10 minutes. And then at two minutes out, you put like a pat of butter on each and you stick it back in there. Comes I'm up surprised you didn't time. list Evan Brogman or Tasha Oakley for your uh, skincare switches. If you could switch with any celebrity. They're, they're not like who I think of immediately about like skincare. Maybe if I would have, yeah, that's fair. But I, but I also did find tan Lux, the tanning drop hyaluronic acid through Devin Brogman. You're at a hotel. Mm -hmm. The spa is open. You either have a massage or a facial. Which one are you choosing? I'm choosing massage. I should get a facial. Okay. It's fun. It's understandable. Yeah. What's your dream sponsor if Sal Gals had its own podcast? Oh, man. There are so many. Uh, I mean, probably. I mean, uh, this is <laughs> difficult. I don't even know. Creme de la Mer? Yeah. Like some obscene item like that, like that I would never spend money on for myself. Their gun's a pretty good one, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I like, can I just ask for like, I I think the company that um, owns Bo Botox is now called like Alley or something. I mean, like, so you Botox just want the free Botox just, company? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's a bad move. Yeah. Uh, what do you do for yourself when you're feeling blah? Uh, lean into it. Just do nothing? Yeah, I, I think that there's times where I'm like, oh, I feel really gross and I'm like unmotivated and I need to like get my ass in gear. But then there's a lot of times where I feel that way and I'm like, I think after becoming a mom and like really being a little bit more in tune with my body and my emotions, I'm like, okay, there's a reason why I'm feeling this way. Maybe I just need to like chill out and like really lean into it. So like these past couple of days, coming back from vacation, being tired, PMSing, all of those things. I'm like, I don't want to eat well. I don't want to work out. I'm just going to be here. Okay. Mm -hmm. But then I give myself a couple days of that and then try to snap out of it. And like at least do one small thing to like propel myself. Cause I, I have a bad habit of being like, okay, this week I'm going to drink a gallon of water. I'm going to work out for 45 minutes. I'm going to intermittent fast. And I'm going to like do a face mask every night and then I don't do any of those things and I feel bad about it. So like doing one thing, even if it's just like just drinking the water can like start propelling you back onto back on track. Whole 30 or prolon. I think if you're looking for a lifestyle change and an outlook change, 
it's Whole30. Okay. If you're looking for a reset to like propel yourself back into already good habits or a real like challenge, Whole30 is also a challenge, but like something that's doable, uh, Prolone. With both, I honestly get really great mental clarity, which I did not recognize again until after I had a kid that my brain fog is so real. And even while we're recording this episode, I'm remembering things that I like wanted to talk about or like brands that I didn't say or things I couldn't remember what they were called. When I was on Prolon, and maybe it's because you're like only eating the bare minimum of calories and your like body is like kicking into overdrive of like fasting and ketosis, you have such insane clarity of mind. It's like... See, I felt the other way. I felt like you were depressed. I was not depressed. Yeah, yeah you're a little depressed. I told somebody at work, one of the day, the hardest day is what they have proline is like the third day usually because I think it's like the least amount of calories you have. And a lot of it is like the psychological act of eating and you don't even have like the snack or whatever that they give you in other days. That day at work, I was on my A game. Like everyone woke up from anesthesia beautifully. Like no one had a side effect. And not saying that that like my mental state affects I mean, everyone's mental state affects how they work, but not saying that like people don't get side effects from something I do, but man, I was on it. Our final question today. Okay. What's your drink of the summer? <sighs> okay. Two things. One, I'm, I'm going to get on a real big lemon spritz train pretty sh soon. Okay. Don't, think, don't over lemon spritz yourself before we go to Italy. Well, I, I think I'm just like so psyched about Italy and I do love spritzes in general. I think lemon spritz is like the bougier cousin to Aperol spritz is now like very commercial appeal. So I'm going to learn how to make Aperol one. spritzes used to be made with love because not everyone was ordering them. Now they're just now made like any like, other drink. It's, it's not made like with love anymore. Drink. It's not special. It's it, I hate it. Yeah. I'm out. Uh, my other go-to, and this was a Mexico thing, is a watermelon margarita. There you go. Those were great. Mm-hmm. Well, Sally, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have any closing thoughts or anything? Can, will, you, will you at least commit to putting maybe at least a couple Sal Gals stories back up on your uh, Instagram in the wake of this episode? I will. And I am happy to. I ha I got an Instagram that is the Sal Gals handle. And I always like. <laughs> so if enough people go follow it right now, will you maybe post on that every once in a while? I haven't ever posted anything on it. And part of me is like, I would do it, but I, I don't. It started out as like a bit and now it's like actually kind of fun, but I also have to admit to everyone, like everything that I'm doing is not original. Like I'm just like getting inspiration from everyone else around me it's that not, I follow. Nothing anyone in the world is doing is actually original. Well, yeah. We're all just copying each other and trying to pass it off as our own. So I'm happy that like people want to emulate the skirt I wore or the skincare I do, but I'm just emulating somebody else. So. Well, thank you for joining us, Sally. Thank you. Always appreciated. Me. If you liked what you heard today, make sure to subscribe, review, or tell a friend in need about this podcast. By subscribing, you guarantee that each and every episode gets delivered directly to your phone every Sunday morning. You can also follow along on Twitter at Sunday Scaries and Instagram, which is at Sunday.Scaries. Or you can follow me both on Twitter and Instagram at Will DeFreeze or Sally at Sally DeFreeze. And remember, always trim the wicks on your scented candles. We'll see you next Sunday.